this is David from the Excel in Retirement Show. Thanks for being here and listening. On this show, what we talk about is what Grover Norquist, he's a tax expert, what he predicts may happen with a Biden administration and tax policy, what he will do with tax policy. And also we talk about some changes to Social Security. If you're receiving Social Security, you're getting a raise in 2021. Spoiler alert. Thanks for listening and we'll see you in the show. This is David Treese with the Excel in Retirement Show, and I am excited to be back with you for show 28. Can you believe it? We have done 28 shows with this recording. My name is David Treese, and I'll be your host. I am a financial advisor with Clients Excel in Spartanburg, South Carolina. We work with clients all over, and I would love to connect with you. Please check our website out and go to the podcast tab. There's a page for our podcast where each of our shows are archived right there. At the top of that page is a place where you can put your email address in. So that way you get an email every week with our newsletter with additional content and information about our shows. So we'd love to uh, stay in touch with you that way. And you can always call us by calling 864-618-4800. We'd love to speak with you and answer any questions you might have. Well, we have just passed Thanksgiving last week, but this year does not show any signs of slowing down. At least it doesn't in our office. We are very busy and we are uh, thankful for that. That's for sure. While we know more about this COVID-19 situation, the cases seem to be surging. I don't know if it's because the climate is shifting into winter, winter and it's getting colder or what the deal is. But the good news is it appears that most people stand a pretty good shot at recovering from covid But of course, none of us want to get it. I wouldn't wish that on anybody, that's for sure. So be careful out there and take precautions. We talk a lot on our podcast about how to prepare our retirement assets from a tax perspective. Now, I'm not a tax preparer or a tax accountant, so you want to talk to your accountant about anything we discuss in this show. But we wanted to bring in an outside opinion of how a Biden administration could affect us financially. Stuart Varney on Fox Business recently interviewed Grover Norquist. Now, Norquist is the founder of Americans for Tax Reform, and I wanted to play the interview. It's about four minutes long, then we'll talk about it. Here we go. It's no secret Joe Biden wants to change tax policy. We all understand that, and it's going to affect more than just the rich. That would be my opinion, and also the opinion of Grover Norquist. Americans for Tax Reform president, who joins us now. Right, I want to talk capital gains with you, Grover. As I understand it, the Biden team wants to double the top capital gains tax rate to 40%. That's just for high-income earners, if you make more than $400,000 a year. But didn't Biden also say he wants everyone, quote, every single solitary person to pay capital gains taxes at an ordinary income tax rate? That's a shocker. Well, he has stated repeatedly that he wants every single solitary American, rich, poor. A lot of people obviously have capital gains inside a 401k and IRA. You sell a house, you sell property. Uh, He may have what he sometimes says he won't tax uh, anyone who earns less than four hundred thousand dollars a year. But remember, Janet Yellen, who he just uh, wants to put in a treasury, is a longtime supporter of a carbon tax, which would raise the price of a gallon of gasoline 
40 cents or $10 every time you fill up your tank. They don't ask you whether you make $400,000 when you go to the, uh, when you get something at a gas station. Janet Yellen's energy tax, the president's capital gains taxes, and of course, the president has also said as part of the capital gains tax increase, he wants to recognize a capital gains tax when you get something from a relative. If you are given a home or inherit something or a, a family business or farm, you need to pay the capital gains tax that it built up before it was given to you and pay that in cash. So not it doesn't roll over, it doesn't move up. Uh, you would actually have to pay the capital gains from a gift or an estate bequest the moment you got that farm business. It would tear family farms apart in the country. It certainly would. Let me just get back to capital gains uh, for ordinary people, so to speak. Let me see if I got this right. Let's suppose you make $200,000 a year. I mean, not exactly ordinary, but that's a strong income. You make 200000 bucks a year. And next year, you sell a stock and make a profit. You make a capital gain on it. Do you then have to pay, instead of the capital gains tax, you as an ordinary person would have to pay an ordinary income tax on that capital gain. Is that the way it's going to be? Well, he says that at sometimes he also says you'll pay 40%, twice what we pay what would you pay in communist China. The 40% rate he wants to bring it up to is twice communist China's capital gains tax. Um, and you know, he hasn't been entirely clear some of the time, but he has said everyone will pay at least the ordinary income rate, which is higher. And remember, when you earn a lot of money one year because you sold a farm, a house, land, that's not your income usually. You may be a very average earner, but every once in a while you sell a piece of property that, and you look like you're rich. Biden wants to tax you as if you were always that uh, well-to-do, as if that was your permanent uh, income. I mean, the whole list of things that he has offered to go through, I actually have a piece on Fox Business News on your uh, website and Fox, and Fox News today on the list of horribles of tax increases that Biden, Yellen, and now Neera Tandon, who they want to head OMB, have all been supportive of in the past. He is going far to the left when he's picking people, making economic decisions and tax decisions in his administration. All right, Grover, another warning from you, and we will heed that warning. Grover Norquist, thank you very much, sir. Obviously, we cannot control what politicians will or will not do, but what we can do is adjust our plans and be nimble. One of the ways we can prepare for higher taxes is to do something while tax rates are at historic lows right now. Tax rates, remember, in the 1970s, the highest tax bracket was 70%. And so we are at historic lows, and now is the time to adjust our finances for what some people see coming down the, the uh, pike, so to speak, in the future. So one way we can do this is by diffusing our tax-deferred accounts that we have, like our 401k or IRA. If you've saved for retirement using tax-deferred accounts, it may be advisable to put a plan in place to pay some of the taxes over the next few years in order to get away from higher taxes in the near future. We don't want to pay all the taxes in one year, though, and double our rates this year to, a pinch, to potentially avoid doubling our rates in the future. We want to put a smart plan in place to stage it over several years so that we can mitigate some of that tax rate or our tax exposure there. So there's a runoff also going on in Georgia for the Senate. 
if the Republicans end up winning those two seats in Georgia, Republicans will maintain control of the Senate. If this happens, Biden will be slowed down in what he can do. But if the Republicans end up losing Georgia, then uh, the Democrats will have control of all. They'll have a supermajority. They'll have control of Senate and Congress and the presidency. But folks, it's only a matter of time before the Democrats have full control and they're able to implement things like the carbon tax that Grover talked about and the capital gains increasing that and on and on and on. It never stops. But the point is, though, is that we can do something about it right now. But let me just warn you here. Our country is at a point where taxes will have to go up no matter who is in office. It doesn't matter if a Republican or a Democrat is in office. Tax rates, I believe, will have to make, go up in order to maintain our solvency and, and in order to continue paying for all this debt that we're racking up. Joe Biden is talking about more stimulus payments going out. I just read about another uh, restaurant here in our town that went out of business or is going out of business this week, and there's been several others and so forth. So a lot of people are hurting right now, and I get it, and I empathize. And so Joe Biden is wanting to help those folks and do another stimulus payment. The bad news is, though, is that just goes against our deficit. And so we're helping a situation today, but we're hurting ourselves in the future. We're borrowing from tomorrow to pay for a problem we have right now. And so it's my firm belief that tax rates will have to go up no matter if a Republican or a Democrat is in office. But adjusting your assets to a place where you have greater tax diversification may be super important for your financial well-being. Let's make it practical. Let's go through an illustration. Let's say you have $500,000 in your IRA, and let's say you're in a 12% federal tax bracket. So let's say you're taking your RMDs. Now remember, RMDs are your required minimum distribution. And up until this year, when you attain the age of 70 and a half years old, the IRS said that you had to start taking money out of your IRAs and 401ks and other tax-deferred accounts if you weren't already. This year, right before COVID started, early part of the year, Congress passed the SECURE Act and increased that age to 72. And so you won't have to start taking those RMDs until age 72 going forward. So let's take an, let's make a number up for illustration's sake, though. Let's say that you're taking four percent out. The IRS is requiring you to take four percent of your five hundred thousand dollars out per year. So that's twenty thousand dollars, right? So twelve percent of twenty thousand dollars is twenty four hundred dollars due to the IRS, right off the top. Now we've talked about David Walker. He was the Comptroller General of the federal government under Bush and Clinton. And he said that tax rates would have to double for America to remain solvent. And he made this prediction some time ago. And the problem has gotten way worse since he made that prediction. And so let's say suddenly that tax rates did double. So your 2400 would turn into 4800 The point is, is that we are at the whim of Biden and Congress or whoever's in power to determine what you owe in your IRA in any given year. Wouldn't you rather be in charge of what you owe? You can be in charge by using uh, accounts that are tax-free and adjusting your savings to be tax-diversified de tax, uh, and not having all of your money in tax-deferred accounts. Now listen, the point is not to beat up on tax-deferred accounts. You probably benefited greatly from them if you had a 401k or some sort of 403b and you got a match. 
And so you got essentially free money from your employer if you were contributing to those accounts. And it lowered your taxes while you were working. So you you were in a winning situation from that standpoint. But now things have changed a little bit probably since you were working 20 or 30 years ago maybe. Now you can lower your taxes again in the future, I believe, by putting a plan in place to mitigate some of your tax exposure. We run reports to illustrate how this works and what you can save. And we would be happy to run one of these reports. They're real easy to, to understand and look at. And so it's not, it's not a bunch of legalese or, or mathematical equations or anything like that. It's pretty straightforward. But I, if we don't do anything else for you, I'd love to be able to run a report like this for you to show you what some probable scenarios might be for your tax exposure. You can uh, call us at 864-618-4800. We'd be happy to run your report based on uh, what, you're, what you have saved for retirement and what you think tax rates will be in the future. At this point, I wanted to transition to some Social Security updates. Now, uh, this may come as a, as a good news for you, but Social Security announced that they were going to have a cost of living adjustment, or a COLA, uh, starting in 2021. So beneficiaries can expect to see a 1.3% increase in their income payouts next year, which that's actually a smaller COLA increase than than it was uh, prior. So single households, that's an average of about $20 a month. It might not be a whole lot, uh, but it's maybe a couple meals out or a tank of gas or something. And so married couples on average will receive about $33 more uh, in Social Security benefits. Among older Americans who work and also have begun drawing Social Security benefits, the earnings limits for those younger than full retirement age will increase to 18960 So what that's talking about is if you started taking your Social Security early, it used to be $17,000 and change that you could make before you were penalized from the government for uh, making too much money while drawing Social Security early. But what they're saying is, is that uh, that is going to increase to just shy of $19,000 in 2021. So that means though uh, Social Security, if you, if you go over that, will deduct $1 benefits for every $2 earned above that, amount, above that amount. For those who will reach full retirement age during 2021, their earnings limit will increase to $50,520. For this group, on earned income that exceeds 50520 threshold, the Social Security Administration will deduct $1 for every $3 earned until the month the worker turns the full retirement age. And so once you've reached that full retirement age, which is based on your birthday, there is no limit with what you can earn and receive Social Security. You can earn as much as you like without it impacting your benefits at all. And so it's just before you reach that full retirement age. And that's different for everybody, which I'm sure you're probably aware of. And it keeps increasing as longevity increases. So if you believe your future retirement income won't be enough to meet your needs, though, uh, we would be happy to speak with you about that and some possible solutions for that. We can help identify some potential retirement income gaps, and, and we specialize in helping people put together retirement income plans. And uh, we use a variety of financial strategies uh, to do that. And we would be happy to speak with you and, and figure out what your long-term goals are and figure out what you're trying to achieve. 
A lot of times when we have our first meetings with people, whether that's over the phone or by Zoom or in person, uh, it's really just a lot of question asking, trying to get to know you and understand what you're trying to achieve and determine whether we can add value. And so the worst thing that we can do is insert ourselves in a situation where we're not adding a lot of value and we're not helping you. And that's what we want to avoid. And so that first meeting is, is just as much about you seeing if you want to work with us as us seeing if we are able to help you. And so that's what we do in our first meeting. So unfortunately, though, for more than 40% of retirees, uh, they depend on Social Security as their sole source of income. Without it, the number of elderly poor would increase by more than 200%. And that's really astounding. And according to a study by the National Institute on Retirement Security, the program reduces other public assistance costs by $10 billion in a single year, which is astounding. Among the nation's population, more than 328 million, 48 million receive Social Security benefits. So we have 328 million and 48 million people are receiving Social Security benefits. That number will continue to grow in the coming years, of course, as a large baby boomer population starts to retire or continues to retire from the workforce. While Social Security has warned us for many years that Congress must act to make changes to the program and uh, the Social Security Trust Fund is projected to be depleted in just 15 short years. This is a sensitive issue. It's often avoided during election years like we've had this year. And, uh, and so it's like every other year it's avoided, it seems like, since we have elections every two years. And while some conservative politicians have expressed the need to reduce benefits to reduce the nation's deficit, that's not a popular stance. And so how in the world are we going to shore that up? Well, going back to our earlier segment, let's tap into some tax-deferred accounts and increase the uh, taxes that folks are paying over there to help with Social Security. Sounds like a pretty probable solution to me, but that's just my opinion. Other proposals include uh, increasing the maximum income subject to FICA taxes, which fund Social Security benefits and increasing the retirement age, or paying benefits only to lower-income retirees. These are some of the solutions that have been been addressed, and many people believe that you really shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say many, some people believe that you really should be planning on using 70% of whatever you're receiving in Social Security. So just having it in your mind that maybe 30% of it will go away in the future. And this is really probable in the sense that we're devaluing our dollar by the more money that we print to send stimulus checks out and, 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 and COVID relief bills and so forth, we're really devaluing our dollar. And what that means from a practical standpoint is our dollars buy less. And so it would be a wise thing to have in our minds that really our Social Security, whatever we're getting, pretend like it's only 70% of that. And that would, be a, that would be a wise way to look at it so that we don't run into problems and we could plan accordingly. And so that's our show for today, folks. I hope you got a lot of good content out of it. Uh, you can always reach us at the office at 864-618-4800. We'll be back next week for show 29, and I hope you have a great week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. 
Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.